is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book three, Moving Up and Moving On. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week. And if you like what you hear, all five Showstride's books are currently available on Amazon. You're listening to Showstrides, Moving Up and Moving On, by Piper Clem and Rennie Dybal. Chapter 14. The next morning at 7, Tally's mom drove the girls from the hotel to the horse park. Both wore clothes to school to ponies, their paddock boots and half chaps impeccably clean. There was no misunderstanding Ryan on that point. Tally would have a ticketed schooling round in one of the pretty show-like rings they'd seen yesterday, and Mac had a warm-up round in the one right next to it. Ryan scheduled them close together, and the girls left plenty of time to ride the ponies from the barn to the rings. When the girls arrived at the barn, Joey and Goose had their heads out over their stall doors to greet their riders. Tally had been disappointed to only have a little time with G yesterday. She'd given him a bath and let him graze a little, but today they would have more time together. Hey guys, Max said. Both ponies replied with soft knickers. Tally produced a pair of peppermints picked up from the hotel restaurant. Tally let herself into G's stall and slipped his shipping halter on, leading him out to graze and stretch his legs a bit before getting tacked up. By 8 a.m., Lupe had both ponies tacked up, saddles and bridles gleaming from the previous afternoon's scrubbing. Ryan insisted that every piece of horse equipment was as tidy as the rider's boots, so Tally and Mac had cleaned their tack before heading to the hotel. It's a long walk up to the ring. You two can get going as soon as you're ready, Lupe said. Tally let out a little squeal as she flipped her hairnet-covered ponytail up on top of her head and pulled her helmet down over it. Getting to go on a trail ride of sorts just to get to the ring was an added bonus. Lupe pulled a mounting block out from the tack stall, and the girls swung up into the saddles and set off for the schooling rings. I think we're going to get to ride twice today, said Mac, letting her reins go slack for Joey to check out the showgrounds. I'll hack in the walnut after the overfences is done for the day, and I'm sure Ryan will have you take Goose on a tour around the horse park, too. I'm starstruck by that walnut ring just walking around it. I can't imagine what this guy will think when he sees all the crowds and flags, Tally said, scratching G on the neck. Like Joey, his head was swiveling this way and that, but neither pony acted spooky, just highly interested. By the time they got to their ticketed schooling rings, both ponies had a light coating of sweat on their necks. It was just as hot in Kentucky as it was back home, but a whole lot more humid. You're first for the warm-up mag attack, Ryan greeted the girls when they walked toward the ring. Tally, how is Goose on the walk here? Good. Lots to look at, but he's happy and quiet. Great, Ryan said. You can let him walk in that ring up there, he said, pointing to a long but somewhat narrow ring with plain white schooling jumps. There's going to be a lot of traffic, which it can't hurt for him to see. Just stay out of the way of anyone jumping. You can walk around the outside of these rings, too. Just let him check stuff out. I don't mind if he has a bite of grass here or there, but keep it to a minimum. Mac, you go in and start trotting around. Get him bending and moving off your leg right away. Tally did as Ryan asked, stealing glances at her friend's warm-up when she could. Joey looked relaxed, and Mac looked like she was having fun. 
Tally and Goose meandered around the big plain ring, which seemed to clear out quickly. Next, Tally walked a long lap along the outside of the fence line. Goose peeked around the corners a bit and let out a couple big sighs. It felt like they were still building up their partnership and trust in each other, a part of the process that Tally loved. Over the hill, Tally saw Mac walking Joey out of their ring with Ryan right behind them. The timing was perfect for her to join them. Good school, she asked Mac. He's peeking a bit, but good, her friend said. Next victim, Ryan joked, nodding at Tally and Goose. Get to trotting around. Make circles around each of the jumps. Get him bending and looking at the fences. Tally started trotting around the ring and smiled as she too took a look around. Vendor tents, gazebos, and white fencing surrounded them. It was like riding around in a dream. The fences were all hunter-style with brush and flowers and gates. As interesting as the jumps looked to her, she'd learned over the last few shows the fences like these actually appear very natural and inviting to a horse or pony. It's the stark-looking or unusual fences that tended to be more spooky. Goose let out a big exhale as they trotted a circle around a birch oxer. Once you get back out to the rail, get him trotting nice and forward. Tally was listening to Ryan and moving the pony back out to the rail when suddenly something changed underneath her. Goose felt tense from head to tail, and then out of nowhere, he stopped dead in his tracks. Confused about what the pony might be looking at, Tally glanced around, settling on a sweet-looking black pony who was jumping a line toward them. Kick him forward, Tal. I think he was just surprised by seeing another pony head on like that. Sorry, we've just got one more single, and we're out, said the other trainer, a woman in pink shorts and a big sun hat. No problem, Ryan replied with a little wave. Just working through some greenness here. Tally worked on her extended trot and then cantered in both directions before Ryan asked her to hop over a low vertical and then halt straight. Approaching it, Goose still felt a little tense to her. Just let that canter flow, Tally. Nothing to hold back here. Teeny gate. Just go with it. Keep him moving forward. Tally let out a big exhale and could feel the pony relax underneath her. They cantered up over the gate, and Goose was happy to halt quietly just four strides away. Nice. Make a little half circle to the side here and come back over it the other way. Tally noticed the other ponies at the gate first, but when she felt G take notice, she lowered her hand and put her leg on stronger. The pony responded by stepping into a slightly bigger canter. They found a great distance to the little gate going the other way and stopped a few strides after landing. The rest of the ticketed schooling felt like any lesson at home. Ryan started them off with a bending line, then they jumped a full course a couple of times. Goose felt so tuned in to Tally that she focused purely on keeping herself relaxed and keeping the pony moving forward. Really nice job, come on out, Ryan said when they were done schooling. I'm actually glad he stopped like that when the other pony was coming toward him. Sorry, you said you're glad about it? Asked Tally, slightly out of breath. The humidity was oppressive. Yes, because a pony has to do these things, stopping, looking, all of that, in order for us to respond to them, right? You responded by staying calm and moving him forward, so we learned something important today. Weird things happen in the ring. That just means I should listen to my rider. See what I mean? Tally nodded, patting Goose's neck and feeling a rush of pride for helping teach the pony. I've got someone trying him tomorrow in the morning. I'll have you flat him around first so they can watch him go, 
and then the kid will get on and have a little lesson with her trainer. We can hang back and watch. Hallie handed Goose off to Lupe after one last cuddle. Mac would be flatting Joey in the walnut ring later in the day, and Tally would take Goose on that long walk around the grounds then. But they had plenty of time in between. Mac and Tally met up to eat, and Mac introduced Tally to some girls from her old barn. They were engaged in a spirited conversation about their Snapple bottles. One girl read the little factoid in the cap to another. Why do you put your tongue in the bottle before you drink it? Mac asked, playfully teasing one of the girls. Yeah, that's pretty weird, said the other, and all three laughed. Tally always felt a little awkward in situations like this, where she was the only one who didn't know the others, but it was pretty easy to fall into their conversations. Yet again, a shared interest in riding was like a great equalizer, and everyone was effortlessly friendly. Ellie showed her pony bits in the small greens yesterday, Mac told Tally, referring to the blonde girl from her old barn. How did it go? Tally asked her. Uh, bad, really bad, Ellie said, but she was smiling. We knew it was a little early for him to come here, but we wanted to give it a shot. It is a long ride back out of the ring when you have two refusals at the first two jumps, she added with a shrug. Everyone under the tent by the in-gate was so supportive, though, clapping for you guys, added the other girl, Caroline. Yeah, and I think Bits took that applause too literally. He was all, I nailed it, when do we jog? All four girls laughed at that. They call it the path of tears for a reason, said Caroline, drinking the last of her iced tea. What's the path of tears, Tally asked. The long walk to and from the walnut ring, Max said. You'll see it when I flat Joey. I'm definitely going to sell this show shirt now, Ellie said. I bought it specifically for today. Obviously, it's bad luck, so it's out of here. Yeah, but do you want to pass along that bad luck to someone else, Mac asked. That's got to be like bad karma or something for you. Doesn't work like that, Caroline chimed in. It's specific to the rider. That shirt is safe for someone else, just not for you. Tally smiled, thinking back on the supposedly lucky socks she'd worn when she showed Danny, which she subsequently swore she'd never wear again. The girls went back to their respective barns once everyone had finished eating. The day was positively flying by. And while Tally always enjoyed walking showgrounds wherever they were showing, there was something extra special about pony finals and the Kentucky Horse Park. The atmosphere was so spirited and fun-loving. It was like being transported to a world that revolved around riding. When it was time for Mac to flatten the walnut, a rare breeze rustled the trees throughout the horse park. Everyone, ponies and people alike, welcomed the movement of summer air all around them. Mac kept Goose on a long rein as they walked, and he stretched his neck out appreciatively. She got to peek in at Mac in the walnut ring as they flatted. It really was the biggest ring she'd ever seen, and it was super unique with all the flags and places for spectators to watch. She could see the long trail that led up to the in-gate, too. It was an awfully long distance to travel if you'd had a bad round. Hello, this is Dana from Loracea. I'm coming to you today from Italy. It's almost time for the indoor show season to start, and we hope to see you out there. Tamara Macris, our creative director, will be at Capital Challenge and also Washington International. And it's a great time to see our newest colors and products in person. Maybe even get a jump on your holiday shopping because as indoors ends, the holiday season begins. You can shop our collection online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A.com. But we also hope to see you this season indoors.
I am a school horse and it's my job to teach people how to ride. Eddie takes great pride in giving riding lessons, but when he moves to a new barn that's full of show horses, he begins to doubt himself and his place in the world, all while his rider is doing the same. A story of self-acceptance and friendship for all ages, Good Boy Eddie captures the special bonds we form with animals and what we learn about ourselves along the way. You can find Good Boy Eddie at thepladhorse.com, as well as on Amazon in paperback, for Kindle, and for Audible. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring.